I had read all of these very crunchy organic tales about how if you just keep breastfeeding, your period is really not likely to come back until you're done. So I was like, fab. I'm going to breastfeed this child until they go off to college. everyone welcome to vicious cycle the podcast about periods and the people who get them we are so excited for you to hear this episode this is part one of the talking to mamas episode so we've got phone calls from moms that we know that called into the hotline and we brought in carla lee who is a bay area writer actor and comedian she founded nice tan sketch comedy which is a poc lgbtq led troupe you can find them on instagram their channel will bring you a lot of joy. Um, she's also a performer and writer with Killing My Lobster, which is how we got to know her so well. And she's a mother to Julia. So we brought her in to answer some mom questions. And in this episode, you'll also hear our awesome mom friends call in and answer those same questions. And they were really forthcoming, sometimes to a shocking extent. So in this episode, you'll hear from moms with PCOS and moms who have had miscarriages. We'll have some real talk on trying to conceive. And you'll also hear the most outrageous first period postpartum story. And and it will shock you to your core. So without further ado, let's jump in. Carla, thank you so much for being here. Having me, this is the best way to spend Mother's Day month. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mother's Day is tomorrow. It is. So it is. Happy I wasn't m- sure if we were doing like a time, like what time? Where no, in time this are is, we? This is airing on in Mother's Month. Great. Hashtag Mother's, Mother's Month. month. <laughs> um, happy almost Mother's Day. Yeah. Thank you. Tell me about Thank your you. daughter. Um, my daughter is Julia. She is five and a half years old. Oh, um, good age. She just lost her second tooth today. How exciting. And she's way funnier than I am. So <laughs> she's just a kick-ass kid. Uh, what is the currency for teeth nowadays? Because <laughs> no, That's a good question. Ours were, I don't know, maybe a quarter, maybe like right. a golden dollar. You know what I mean? Like a second to be a coin. I got a crumply dollar mm. bill. Same. I mean, the dollar was like a big deal. Even like 75 cents in quarters was a big deal. Yeah. So... Right now, I mean, it's hard in San Francisco with these like bougie ass kids. I've heard, I mean, it runs the gamut. Um, for her first tooth, the tooth fairy was very generous mm. and she got a crisp $5 bill. Wow. Very nice. Okay. I mean, it was but her first. That was a, I, I feel like she set a high bar on that one. So sure. I was just like, well, prepare to be disappointed. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm still, I've got, you know. Got some negotiating to, to do. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> so we brought Carla on because we have spent the last like six months drafting up a bunch of questions that your three uh, bleeding hosts, bloasts, um, have. I can tell you're to stop saying that. <laughs> um, so we just have a lot of questions about like motherhood and periods. And some of the questions were genuine, like, how does this work? Other questions were like, you know, we knew that there would be a lot of answers and interpretations. So we we spent like the last six months reaching out to every mom we knew that have kids ranging from like age seven weeks to however old yeah. Cassie's oldest kid is. Yeah. Like Eight, nine. nine? Yeah. yeah. So um, and we got tons of answers. So we're going to play all those answers. Those moms called in and left messages. And then we wanted Carla to kind of be the resident mom in the room oh god and tell us her stories as well <laughs> um so thank you so much for being here thank yeah. you no this is a great idea and i love talking about this shit so good Yay. let's I'm go super into it i was gonna say she's our expert and i was like wait it has to have bl in front of it blexpert Blex, Blex, <laughs> oh boy it's, it's blexblurt blexblurt she's the resident <laughs> blexblurt it's funny because like i'm flashing back to a conversation i had with carla maybe a year ago and you were like Listen, if you ever want to have me on the show just to talk about your first period after Oof. you have a baby, absolutely, I'll do it. And yeah. I was like, yeah, done. Like, because we're three non-moms. I did not even know that was a fucking yeah. thing. Well, I knew about the juiciness like all the way through your pregnancy, which we'll get to. We yep. should play. I don't know what play. This. We should play Lizzo's Blame It on the Juice. <laughs> <laughs> Blame it on a goose, gotta blame it on my juice, 
what, one of the reasons I was happy to do this is because like I didn't know like you learn this stuff as you go along mm-hmm. because there's people don't talk about it and then you're just like what the hell is going on with my body yeah and you're and then you're like reading ahead and you're like wait I have this to look forward oh to like I had no yeah. idea this oh. was gonna happen yeah so we're gonna cover how people found out they were pregnant um whether or not yeah how hard the the post uh postpartum postpartum period was we're gonna talk about um (laughs) what it's like to have a period with a kid or baby um those are some of the best answers (laughs) and just tons of good advice and and things that literally phrases i didn't know existed yeah i've been revealed to me i did a lot of (laughs) huh like last night in my room like what yeah (laughs) wait lots of pronunciations of the h's following the w's yes So I just want to also, yeah, thank you to all the moms that called in. And a lot of those moms called in with their babies, like, in their arms. And you can hear them. So just, like, thank you so much all for taking the time out to do that. Parents Um, are incredible. Parents are the best. Do you want to just share us real quick, like, your menstrual, like, just a quick menstrual overlook overview yeah Carla yeah so I have always had a tumultuous relationship with my period mm-hmm. um I uh, let's see I first got it in seventh grade I was 12 years old um brown and yes. you know what I mean it's it's what is it like a hundred for a hundred now yeah, oh my <laughs> god it's ridiculous like first brown periods <laughs> so um yeah so you know, and it was sort of, you know, it was sort of like unremarkable, but then um, quickly grew into this like ultra painful, terrible monthly experience yeah. where I was just like, I was incapacitated by the pain, um, vomiting, uh. like just would have to stay home from school uh. for the first two days. Um, until I got on birth control. So I got on birth control at a really early age. I was 14. Wow. Because I was just like, I went to the gynecologist and I was like, somebody stop this. Like, please. I need to live my life. I need to live my life. Like, this is torture. So... Yeah, I was on birth control from pretty much from like 14 years old up until um, like in my, I guess like 30. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So just to just to manage the hormones and just like the awful experience. Do you know, did you do you have endometriosis or what was causing? I don't think so. Um, I just had tough periods. And I think my mom said she had them too. Not quite as bad as mine, but she was like, yeah, I went through it too with my period so I was just like one of those people after childbirth has it gotten well so this is the thing is um terrible periods terrible pregnancy for other reasons like I think my hormones are just like wacko but then I uh, it's having a kid has totally rearranged something in my body where I'm no longer on birth control and my periods aren't I mean they're not great but they're infinitely better than they ever were before so I think it just like rearranged something hormonally in my body where I can just like get through it with like Advil on the first day that's great well that's something that um Meg T's mom talked about in the mom's episode with that she had really bad cramps and then didn't after childbirth and her theory is that like because the cramps come from your cervix right yeah so like you know from the dilation. dilating so like once right. you've had a kid maybe it's like oh like the cervix is like open or something like the cervix is <laughs> now just, like good to go always open yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah <laughs> open no we know we know just, business. You know. <laughs> for business <laughs> um cool so um let's just jump into the questions okay oh, yeah, are we good okay so question number one that we asked to all of our moms including carla um Tell us about the moment you discovered you were pregnant. So, like, I think the theory that we all have is, like, you miss a period, which I get. Mm-hmm. But I have always – I've heard from some moms that, like, there is occasional spotting or mm. maybe you're not so in tune with your body that you don't even notice you've missed a period. Yeah. So just walk us through what it was like for you to miss – like, to, to actually yeah. discover you were pregnant. Yeah. So I – um so in December, I remember it was December 2012 and, um, there was a lot going on, uh, over the holidays. My grandmother died and, um, I was really close to her. And so I think we had got my now husband and I had gone to Chicago to visit the family. Fortunately saw her for the last time 
flew back home to San Francisco. And then I got a call um, a couple days later from my dad saying that she had passed away. Um, so then we like got on a plane, flew back to Chicago for the funeral and everything. And I realized that I hadn't gotten my period Mm. and I was like, well, it's probably stress, Mm. you know, like I was, there was so much going on emotionally. I was just like, oh God, you know, I'm probably just like really wrapped up in all these things that are happening. So I remember being in our hotel room in Chicago after the funeral and I was putting, I was like getting dressed. Um, and I was just like, I want to crawl out of my skin. Mm -hmm. I was like, I hate everything in my suitcase. Nothing looks good on my body. I feel awful. Like it's kind of how you feel Mm -hmm. right before you get your period, you know, like I was just like, Oh, it's gotta be PMS. I must be just like holding so much. Cause I'm like not releasing and like getting my period. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, Oh, there's so much going on. And then um, and then I, we got on the plane to fly home to San Francisco and I will never forget this guy sitting next to me in my row opens up this fucking tuna <gasps> fish sandwich oh, no. and oh, just that is outrageous. starts slowly eating oh, it. Oh no. And you have misophonia as we've talked about. And you don't I, like the yes, sound of people eating. But the smell. <laughs> I was like, how dare I was I was I really wanted to just ask to switch row like I was yeah. like get me as far away from this as I could I was like I feel ill I was like but I, I'm hungry like I don't know what to do so I remember I ordered this like Caesar salad and like a ginger ale and even that was just like disgusting to me oh. I was like what is going on Whoa. so then we got back to San Francisco and I remember sitting there on the couch being like should I take a pregnancy <laughs> test? And the next day I got up and I went to Safeway and I got a pregnancy test, peed on the stick. And sure enough, that shit was positive. And so you weren't even trying at this point. No, ma'am. you weren't even, you were <laughs> no. planning your wedding. Right we were now. planning our wedding. So we got uh, engaged oh in August, that August. Um, I know exactly what night I got pregnant. Um, <laughs> had a real great night out on the town. I think it was nice. December 8th. Hell yeah. And uh, tell that to Juju when she's a little totally. older. <laughs> I still have a picture from that night. I'm like, look at these fucking dumb dumbs about to just change their whole lives. I remember I had friends in middle school or high school that would say that their parents knew the day of their conception mm-hmm. and would like tell them. And I remember being like, how do you know? But I didn't know at that time that really you can only conceive in a certain amount right. of days. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so like if you're if you're trying and that's the day you do it like right. so anyway it's just funny that I'm no, like, we how were just, could they know and I'm like no what? I know exactly no, no we knew we yeah. were just wild reckless that night after like a great night of dinner and cocktails so um yeah, if you're, that's the way to do it if you're right, gonna do sure. it right, right so yeah so she was a surprise and <laughs> so then so then I was like freaking out I went to one medical and was like I need another pregnancy test <laughs> this for me and they were like sure enough they were like oh this is very positive oh, no. <laughs> they were like you're like five or six weeks along <gasps> wow and then of course um so by then it was like January and I just started thinking back to like all the fuck shit I had been doing over the holidays, like Mm, indulging, you know, all of that. And I was like, New Year's and like, I'm like at a party. And and they were like, that's fine. Like, just, you know, cool it out now. (laughs) And I was like, you got it. So, yeah. So I was like five or six weeks along and then a whole bunch of other stuff started happening. But that was Mm, sort of like, yeah. That's interesting. I think out of all the moms that we've spoken with for this particular episode, you might be the only one who wasn't actively trying. I think all the other moms. Yeah. Yeah. Not one bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And um, some of the callers said, we won't, you know, play all of these, but um, the callers that we got range from trying to conceive took anywhere from first try, Mm -hmm. right? So some took like Mm -hmm. up to three years. So just a little range of range of time. And yeah. old Carla, just one time. <laughs> All it takes is one night at Hakkasan. Uh, yeah. What's Hakkasan? It's like a restaurant downtown. Noise. Yeah, noise. So for the listeners that are trying, that's, Hakkasan, that's where you go. Check it out. It's worth it. Um, I do want to play, though. So here's some phone calls from folks. Um, this one's from Mara. So she she conceived right away. So I think they were like, oh, we'll, we'll try, but it probably won't happen for a while. So this is her phone call about how she found out that she was pregnant something that happened when I 
before I found out I was pregnant was that my cat had had a, a tapeworm and we had gone, we had taken the cat into the vet and before I knew I was pregnant, I was just feeling like super hungry. I don't know, just kind of like weird in my stomach. And I asked Kyle, I was like, is it possible for humans to get tapeworms from cats? Do you want to want to comment on this right now? Oh wow! Well, yes, my cat Tater Tot has had a tapeworm. Oh my god! Yes, I was concerned that I could also get it. <laughs> yes. okay, let's so finish. relatable. Let's finish and he was like, "I don't think so." But we looked it up, and like, no, I think it was like the starting of my child, and I thought it was a tapeworm. <laughs> oh my god! I love that they actually Googled it too. Yeah. Well, here's the thing I love about that is that children, you know, fetuses actually are parasites that just like sap every possible resource out of your body. So it makes sense. I mean, yeah. it, it really works. It's, it's like if you're sense. not expecting it, you're like, it's a tapeworm. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. This is what it feels like to be eaten alive from the inside. Oh my god. <laughs> and now that child's middle name is tapeworm. <laughs> oh god, TW. I love a shout out to Mara's phone call. Uh, she talked about how before she found out she was pregnant, she went on a weekend in SoCal with friends. She's like, I kind of did all the things you're not supposed to do when you're pregnant. Drinks, sushi, roller coasters. And I was like, oh, oh, roller coasters. Right. Did she go skiing too? Yeah. Wait, you can't ski? Bungee jumping. Oh, I mean, anything I mean you, you can. can like, oh, sure. Yeah. You could. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That makes but sense. That makes if sense. If you're really good. I threw myself down the stairs just for fun. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And here's a phone call from Cassie talking about how she found out she was pregnant. Also, Cassie has PCOS, which she talks about in the phone mm. call. So, like, she was very conscious of her period. I was just peeing on everything I could get my hands on. Um, I had, like, a, a crate of pregnancy tests from uh, the dollar store and was just peeing on them like every 30 seconds. I was like Juno chugging the Sunny D in the bathroom. Um, I I drank so much water and I peed so much and they were all positive. And it uh, was the most surreal day of my life. Oh, I love Cassie. And, and I know. She's young, like, because I think they decided to start trying early because she thought it might be difficult. Yeah, she has PCOS. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then it just happened fast, and she's like, "What? What I want to know is how many pregnancies? Yeah. Like, I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just <laughs> dozens. She said she went and bought one of each type of like ah. of type. Like, I think she Every did the brand. dollar stores, and then she went to Walgreens and did, like, the more expensive ones. The Spencer's, ones. the yeah. Gucci. They cost you. They do. Mm. Pregnancy tests cost a lot of money. It's I mean, fucked up. Come on. What taxes on those fucking pregnancy tests? Mm. Like, really? Yeah. I, the once, so my sister uh, is married to a woman, and, and Car- her name's Karin, and Karin got pregnant. Shout out to Karin. And um, had never had to buy a pregnancy test before because yeah. she had never, you know, had to worry about that. And so when she got pregnant, we're all celebrating over Thanksgiving. And Karin was like to me, oh, my God, pregnancy tests are so expensive. And I just without even thinking, realizing my parents were in the next room, I was like, I know. <laughs> and my parents both like kind of came back into the room like, you, you know, and I was like, from, you know, like. TV show. I just like, supermarket like, sweep. I just yeah. go price them out sometimes. Price is right. Yeah, the price is right. Uh, viewer. Um, the viewer. That's I'm, so funny. I'm always training for that supermarket sweep. <laughs> this question might not resonate with you, Carla, but our next question that we asked our moms was. Uh, while, you know, trying to get pregnant, the idea, you know, what did a period represent in those moments? So it doesn't sound like that maybe because you weren't trying to get pregnant. No. But for those who are, mm-hmm. like, what does a period actually represent to them in those times? Yeah. It's like the idea of, like, you yeah. failed. Failure. Yeah. Yeah. You're happy. Yeah. doesn't make you sad. Yeah. yeah. So I would love to play. So I don't know if you have thoughts on that at um, all. Not real. I mean, I think just to be candid, like, we've sort of, toyed with the idea of having another kid but we're not like 100% decided on it so we were we were sort of like well let's just sort of let the cards fall where they may and I remember like getting my period a few months ago and I was surprised at like being bummed about it you know what I mean but I but either like I'm fine I'm like cool with one and done so it's you know it wasn't that bad but I I felt like a 
small twinge of that, which is like not even a fraction of yeah. what I think mm. other people feel who are mm. actively trying. Yeah. So mm. I get it. So here's a call from Annie about that topic. She and her husband, I think, were trying for several years. When we were trying to conceive getting my period was just a big fucking bummer. Just a big bummer every single time. I think this is for a lot of women who um, who are trying or have tried. Uh, you first think, oh, maybe I'm just spotting. Um, and then you pull and get your period and you get depressed and uh, you get in bed and you watch some something or you read Marie Kondo. I don't know. <laughs> or you watch Marie Kondo. Yeah. 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 Um, do you have any thoughts about that, Meg? Well, it's so, yeah, because we've been like rolling the dice and kind of telling people we weren't trying because then everyone's like, what are you drinking? Oh, yeah. yeah. As your period, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. But like in the past probably six months we were more like all right the clock says it let's bang it out you know (laughs) (laughs) it's such a bummer to schedule sex i was just like tweeting with people today about it it's like that's the least sexy sex you're ever gonna sex yeah um but actually it's fine it's still sex um but uh so my when i would get my period i'd be like all right but i love drinking so i always had that silver lining so i was like it's absolutely. okay absolutely you know yeah. um we also talked okay about like having the podcast too it was like well yeah. at least i have a, pod- a period i can now talk about yeah exactly yeah, yeah. how yeah. are your periods i have a story <laughs> look at me um i don't know if this is relevant here but because there might be a question later that we can talk about just about how i spotted and thought I had gotten my period, but I was actually pregnant. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's oh. what I always, so did you spot Carla? Because no. I've always been under the assumption that like you might spot a little bit. So when I, you know, I'm, I'm the same with Meg. I'm like, we're rolling the dice, trying to see what happens. And there are times when like, I will, won't be bleeding, but mm. I'll wipe and there's just a little bit of blood. And I'm like, this could be pregnancy spot. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's, it's called implantation spotting. Yeah. Which looks just like every other spotting. So you're like, okay, what? glug, glug, glug. Yeah. yeah. See, if you're the, so for implantation for me was just cramps. Mm. Like it was just huh. real crampy. Like, cause they were like, oh, you may feel like this happening and that's what it is. And I remember just like one night soon after I found out I was pregnant, cause that's right around the time when it happens, like just being like, Oh, like doubled over. Oh, and I guess that's what it was. <gasps> Crazy. See, this is why I always think I'm pregnant. Because I always think I'm spotting. <laughs> but it's just a period. Yeah. Even if it's been. No, Excuse even me. if it's been months, the same day every month. <laughs> I'm like, maybe it's just spotting on the same day every month for three to four days. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't know. had sex oh, for man. a couple months. It could be. <laughs> and I, hey, I do think also, too, with like when you do get your period, there is this sense of like, yeah, it's disappointing that you're not pregnant, but then you have to wait a whole nother fucking like 20 something days to right. even like try again, right. which is just like a bummer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Imani, yeah. I don't know if you're going to play Imani's, but Imani had a slightly different feeling yeah. Yeah. So about her period. I was going to go there next. So the cool thing about, so I was assuming that like all the moms that we would talk to that were trying to conceive would say the same thing that Annie did that like, oh, my period was a bummer. But actually we had two phone calls from people, um, that that wasn't the case. So I'll play Imani's first. My period represented to me um, my ability to conceive. I mean, I what after I had my miscarriage, I was very much um, uh, concerned about whether or not I, my body would be able to make and carry a baby. Um, and so having that period every month was just a reminder that my body was working properly um, and gave me a little bit more reassurance. I love that. Yeah, that makes I, perfect sense. Yeah. I know. I thought that was really Aww. sweet. Positive. And then here's here's yeah. one from Cassie as well, who we said earlier has PCOS. For a person with PCOS, getting a period is is a positive sign because it says like, okay, I did ovulate at some point, and that means that some shit is going on in there. It was devastating in those months where my period didn't show up, and I thought maybe this is the month I'm pregnant because I don't have my period. Um, but it was just the PCOS and it was just me continuing not to ovulate. So the period was a, a wonderful thing. Wow. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So thank you so much to the two of you for sending us those, those, those voicemails. Cause I wouldn't have thought about that. that yeah. Like periods totally. can represent mm-hmm. for people that are trying something better and yeah. hopeful. Yeah. Carla, I think I'm going to know the answer. But what was it like to not get your period for those nine plus months? Uh, well, 
maybe you know the answer. Maybe you don't. Oh. Um, for me, you know, I had always had this idea of what pregnancy was going to be. Mm. And the reality of it was quite the opposite. <laughs> uh-huh. So he, while I thought I would be, you know, reveling in my lack of menstruation eating, enjoying like all the weird food combinations I could possibly enjoy, you know, kind of wading through a field of wheat and like a gauzy dress, you know, whatever with like amazing hair. I was vomiting profusely the entire time. So yeah, it was a whole thing. So pregnancy was hell for me. And so I, I never really feel like I got to enjoy those things yeah. about it you know where it's like oh this like blessed thing that's happening to my body and it's like You're like it's a tapeworm oh yeah, it's a tapeworm. yeah. <laughs> changes yeah so I was kind of bummed I mean I guess it was nice like after she was born because mm-hmm. then after I had kind of healed up I was like cool I don't have to deal with a period and I imagine that I wouldn't have to deal with one as long as I was breastfeeding which is something we can get to later on um so it was kind of nice because I think in the midst of the craziness of caring for a newborn and keeping it alive like it's real nice to not have to deal with a period yeah Yeah. do you Um, so does that mean from based on what you said about your pregnancy do you have the same thing that like Kate Middleton and Amy Schumer yes um so sorry what's it called uh, hyperemesis gravidarum. That sounds, that, like, that sounds like a spell Potter, in Harry yeah. Potter. And, and that's what it feels like. It feels like your body is cursed and <laughs> you want out of it at all times. Like oh. it's really, um, and we, I mean it, that's its entire own episode, but what I went through was, um, traumatic and yeah. part of the reason why I only have one child, because I was like, I, I don't know if I'll survive that again. Yeah. Oh, I'm so wow. sorry. I mean, yeah. it's like most of a year of being yeah, like nauseous of and vomiting. throwing up violently. I'll, I threw up so much. I, I cracked a rib. Oh, oh my God. My God. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it was oh. bad. My, my peristalsis is affected like What's permanent, like your swallowing motion. Oh. Yeah. It's really is intense. So I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even know if I can go through that again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's oh that thing God. where like, and people do this all the time with pregnancy. It's like, um, just wait until like this part of it. And you're like, okay, so I was barfing, barfing, barfing. And they're like, well, just wait until 12 weeks. Like mm-hmm. that's when the clouds part and the sun yeah. comes out and you feel great. And week 12 came and then week 15 came and then week 18 came and oh. then week 20 came. And I was just reading articles like this only affects 2% of women, you know? And I was like, fuck, I'm one of the 2%. Yeah. Like it uh. just never went away. It went away for maybe like six weeks of my pregnancy. Oh. But the rest of it was Barf City. Oh Barf City. So period was kind of an act. Yeah. I yeah. guess you're just right. like, I don't even care. Well, so <laughs> you're like, I wish I had my just fucking period. Out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So when we asked our moms in the phone calls, uh, what was it like to not get their period for a couple months while pregnant? Here's what they said. I put, put together a montage. What was it like to not get your period for those months? It was amazing. I loved it. Not having your period is the best part of being pregnant. Like the only plus of being pregnant is not getting your period, or at least it was for me. Pretty great to still not have it. I don't miss it at all. And if this continues, that's great. I have no problem with that. (laughs) So on the one hand, it was amazing. Like it was incredible not to have to worry about that while I was pregnant. And on the other hand, there were so many other things going on down there at the same time that, that not having a period was among the least of my concerns. Like everything that's really like sort of juicy down in your vagina. And like I had so much fluid happening down there. Um, It was like a swamp (laughs) at all times. Yeah. A hundred percent true. Hated it. Hated it. I wish I would have honestly known about, like I wish things had been around yeah. because I would have, cause I destroy, I mean, we're going to get graphic here do it. as we do, but like I literally had to like throw out so many pairs of underwear. Yeah. Cause I was like, I don't want to wear fucking pads. Yeah, like right. hell no, that my reward should be never having to wear, deal with any of this stuff, but like just some absorbent 
underwear for that yeah. time yeah. would be such a gift. Yeah, because we talked about in our thing, an episode about period underwear. We talked about using it for when you have like mild incontinence, or oh, even on yeah. days when you're not bleeding, just like if you have a little like secretion. Um, but yeah, pregnant yeah. women. I hadn't yeah. even thought yeah. about that. It's so juicy. It's extra juicy. <laughs> it's what? weird, and I was not prepared. Yeah, one of my friends when she was pregnant said that she would just have a change of undies yeah, in the too. bag every day. Yep. Just every day she'd be like, I just go through two pairs every day. I'm like, wow. And they don't tell you like to expect yeah. that. So you're like, what the Am fuck is happening? Yeah, right. And then you read up on it. You do your own research. And they're like, yeah, that's just like your vag getting ready to like lube a baby out. Oh, what? But I'm like, oh, what? That's such a great phrase. But Lube I'm like, a baby. Well, out. you gotta be slick, right? You gotta be ready. <laughs> you gotta get the slip you, and slide you can't going. Be dry no. for you that shit. Dr- like a dry birth. Please, please, like- <laughs> oh God. Come on. But, but like, but it's it's just funny that your body's preparing. <laughs> that's like, what I'm wishing on all my enemies. Um, um, <laughs> dry birth. <laughs> dry vaginal birth for you. <laughs> we uh, part of our birth plan was to have a dry birth. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it feels, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's more intimate. It's more intimate. <laughs> nice. It's more, it's, I want to feel everything. It's more of a punishment. <laughs> it's so discoursing. <laughs> oh, uh, oh my. Anything else about Swamp Crotch you want to share with us? Just, just, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be a thing that happens until literally like a week before that uh, comes yeah. out. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Why do we need all this? We don't need this. As someone who has non-pregnancy related swamp crotch like i'm just really concerned for what happens to <laughs> yeah, me yeah, i am too Meg. i am too for you every i feel you Meg. because every time someone says like oh after or during pregnancy i got way gassier or way sweatier <laughs> i'm like i am already oh, those no. things uh my boobs got bigger i'm like can you jump off a cliff <laughs> No, thank you. My, that will not uh, be happening. My, my mom said that she never was gassy until after she had her two kids. And I'm like, well, what What does it mean that I'm always gassy now? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> am I going to lose the gassiness or am I going to yeah. just... But that's the thing. That's how it is. Like, like, I was lactose intolerant. And now because I literally survived on cheese pizza for nine months, like... I'm pretty good with cheese. Uh-huh. Like, uh, like your body just adjust. Like, yeah, things get It goes get through tweaked. trauma. So it's yeah. just like, it's like, it's like when so you have like a, a brain injury and you wake up speaking German. It's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have trauma and you wake up being able to eat cheese. A hundred percent. And I honestly, like, if you've made a decision that you're one and done, I feel like your reward for giving birth should be to just automatically never have a period again. Yes. <laughs> like, why yeah. is that not a thing? Mm. Why can't you just... Yeah. Maybe when you decide you're done having kids, your life is just like, all right, no more periods. You're finished. Maybe that's that's where we're evolving to because because humans are the, we learned this in our animal episode. Humans are one of the only mammals that actually go through menopause. A lot of mammals don't go through menopause and they think it's because we evolved to sort of be like caretakers of our offspring's offspring. Yeah. So maybe we're evolving as humans to get to the point where we'll just have one kid or one like one birth and then be like. I got to protect. I had a a thought after we talked about, uh, what's it called when you tie your tubes? Tubal litigation? Yeah. Litigation. (laughs) 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 What is it called though? Order. Order. (laughs) Objection. (laughs) I'm an OBGYN Esquire. (laughs) 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 I'm a tubal litigator. No, so you're good. out of order. Because <laughs> um, so, my this whole tube's out of order. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Uh, the podcast is canceled. Oh, oh fuck. Uh, well, well, my mom had that, and <laughs> and then her uh, menopause came pretty early, and I was like, oh, I wonder if that was related. But I feel like we'd see, we'd hear about that. Uh, you know, we should Anywho. look into that though. Yeah, I'm seeing patterns, and I'm gonna yeah. do. I'm gonna get to the bottom of it. <laughs> I'm a tubal investigator, <laughs> tubal detective. <laughs> oh my god, we just have to have different occupations. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. Okay. Oh, we're a disaster. Oh okay. So, Carla, <laughs> crime fighting team. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a uh, law and order SVU tubular. <laughs> uh, okay, so Carla, this idea that people don't know they're pregnant for months does that does that? I, I feel like I know the answer now, knowing your pregnant history. Yeah. Um, does that resonate with you? Can people not know they're pregnant? 
Absolutely mystifying. I uh, spent a lot of time on TLC, the yeah. learning channel, <laughs> um, so while whilst pregnant. Or, or tubal litigation channel. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, give me instructions on how to fix this. Um, but watching like a birth story or whatever. And then there's also that show, like I didn't know I, I was, was pregnant. pregnant. And I'm just like, how the fuck? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Because I knew some shit was off like right away. Mm-hmm. That whole first month. Yeah, that's mystifying to me. Like these these people who just like go sit down in a public toilet and <laughs> dump a baby <laughs> out. Like I'm like, what? Like you're insane. Like and also I was 200 pounds. Like how? Do, where did <laughs> yeah. that baby? Where was it? Like yeah. where, did it, where did you keep it? Where did yeah. you store it? Yeah. I don't understand. Um, so. Yeah, I think most of the people that we called and or that called in and answered this question um, said, "Oh my god, hell no!" But uh, some people were like, "You know what? Like if you don't know your body, if you're not in tune with yourself." I mean, like, I feel like for you, Carla, you're still shaking your head. Like, you like, <laughs> but where, literally, it kicks you. It like right. beats you from the inside. Sure, sure. <laughs> There's a foot like <laughs> slowly just like <laughs> sticking out, and you're watching this human inside of you, like oh. elbows, knees, toes. Yeah. Like you can see that shit. Yeah. So I don't uh, understand. Crazy. Was the baby not moving? Like what? Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Um, but we did have someone call in and say you know what? I didn't know I was pregnant for a couple months. So here's Whoa. that. Yeah, I, you cannot know you're pregnant. I didn't have any signs whatsoever other than feeling a bit bloated um, later in the months, but nothing up until that point. And I continued to live my life the way I always did. So again, I think I'm having trouble remembering now, but I think it was two, almost three months, and I didn't know I was pregnant. I had noticed that I was getting chubbier, but I kept thinking, Oh, that's because my period's coming later this week. And then I would forget about it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I could see that for the first month. But beyond that, I mean, like I went running and my tits were killing me. Mm -hmm. Like there's so many things that are off that it's just like, I got to check this out. And I think that caller also said that her periods had always been irregular. Yeah. And I wonder if that like for people who don't always get it every four weeks, if they're like, oh, periods coming whenever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, I'm like... And some people don't have, like, morning sickness, so... Right. So, next question. Um, Post-pregnancy, when did your period come back, and what was it like? Mm. Carla, tell us everything. Yes, 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 yes. So, um, I had read all of these um, very crunchy, organic tales about how if you just keep breastfeeding you know, your period is really not likely to come back until you're done. So I was like, fab, I'm going to breastfeed this child until they go off to college. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I, and I breastfed Julia and um, uh, literally four months after giving birth, my period returned. Oh. Um, yeah, bummer. So I, uh, you know, I was kind of just like sailing along feeling like, you know, this is great. I'm just going to keep doing this. And and also reading articles about and descriptions oh my God. of what to expect and how like hellacious your first period after <laughs> giving birth was going to be. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, like from Get Out where she's got like, like she's crying. <laughs> she's like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> So, you know, reading all this stuff and just like scores of women just being like, oh, shit, like it was fucking brutal. So, um, yeah. And sure enough, um, it was like month four and just all of a sudden, like I was like, here we go. And it's just like the dam breaks. And it's almost like I know your body doesn't do this, but I'm like, were you just saving this all up for the last four months and now it's all coming out of me? Um, I mean, it's really like the elevators opening in the shining. Like really, those gifts were all accurate. And there's no, there's no stop. Like you're just like, what do I do? What do I do? It's like a cartoon where they're like, they plug a leak and then it comes out of the other hole and they plug that one and then it comes out of the other. I mean, it's like, you throw a tampon in there, you might as well just forget about it. Like, right. this is like lost in it. And out. <laughs> I mean, 
You're like it's pulling like floating out. in the Red Sea. It yeah. really Here is. Here goes my tampon. <laughs> so, um, you know, they're like, keep hang on to all those like giant pads that you oh, wore after you like postpartum. And sure enough, like it was like tampon plus the pad, like plus everything. Wow. Just like deal with it. So how long did you bleed like the elevators in the shank? <laughs> you mean like number of days? Yeah. Or, God, I don't know. No, I she mean, means volume of. Like, <laughs> how many cc's of liquid were you producing? Uh Honestly, I don't really remember because that entire first year of my life is such a blur. Yeah. I was so exhausted. Like, I think I was just managing so many different body things that yeah. it would be like hard for me to describe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's like typical for a period like the first three days were probably heavy oh, and then yeah, yeah. it tapers off. But it's just sort of like, yeah, I mean, it was true what people said about it just like comes out and you're just like oh like, <laughs> like what is happening like it's you like just, like a tsunami where you like see it coming and you can't escape yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like makes you understand like a menstruation hut you're like i wish i could just sit over a hole yeah, and, like, yeah. just With let this girls. happen just sit in anything. Just, just, yeah i don't want to like be out walking around like <laughs> dealing oh with no um Okay, so we have the most bananas story about the first period back. But first, I want to play two other phone calls about things I didn't know. And maybe you can illuminate illuminate us. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Guys, my my vocab is off (laughs) today. I'm a tubal illuminator. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here's uh, from Cassie again. There's a period of bleeding after pregnancy called lochia. Lochia is an expulsion of tissue... Um, uterine lining, blood, etc. that happens postpartum. It can last anywhere from four to six weeks. They say like four days of bright red blood, but I think that's some bullshit because I was just bleeding bright red for a couple weeks. And then it changes. So there's phases of lochia. It's bright red and then you get sort of brown and then um, like a brown tinged more clear uh, tissue and and then just a more typical discharge for a little while. So Lokia, I've never heard of this term and I hear Lokia and I think Loki from the Avengers who's <laughs> Thor's half-brother. That's all I can hear right now. <laughs> um, yes, uh, this is true. Um, yeah, because all the baby stuff comes out, the placenta comes out and then you just keep bleeding it's real great. Where does it come from? Our uteruses are like not that big. Yeah, I it's there's a lot going on in there. I don't know. I mean, you just have to wear the fucking like gauze <laughs> diapers. Like oh. you just have to and like ju- like they were like invest in a ton of super plus pads wow. and just like waddle around with your <laughs> vagina ripped asunder and just like many Whoa. things still coming out of your body. I, I wonder if it's your uterus going back to its original size because right, your uterus like yeah, expands. It has to go down. It has to go down. So how long was your lochia? I don't fucking remember because yeah. I was like in a sleepwalking state. Yeah. Like I want to say, I want to say probably about, a, I re- recall like a month maybe three weeks. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows what was happening, but there was a lot happening. And here's another phone call about that. You are going to bleed after birth for a long time. You're going to be wearing a diaper, um, just like your baby. You um, have these gigantic pads that they give you. um, And it's pretty gnarly, especially if you have a vaginal birth. But if you don't have a vaginal birth, this is a fun fact. If you have a cesarean, you still bleed vaginally after birth. So, fun fact. How is that a thing? I don't. I don't that? know either. I think Just women never your... getting a break. Yeah, well, yes. This is this is all going into my thesis on why God is a man. <laughs> <laughs> I bring this up often yes. and always. Oh, we are being punished for fornication. Yes. <laughs> for sure. I think, well, the uterus still has to let all that stuff out. I think right. that's why. I guess yeah. Yeah. Because it's I, in there. Yeah. I I take it out while you're doing the C-section. Yeah. Like, scoop it out. out. A Dyson and it. use vacuum Get an out. ice cream scooper <laughs> and just go to get it out. Uh, see, and I always thought that, 
this is how I picture it, right? I'm a child. So, so I imagine there's the uterus and then up against the uterine wall is the outside of the placenta and everything's in the placenta. So I'm just like, when the placenta comes out, you're done. You Brush your hands. You, that's how I always pictured it. If God yeah. was a woman, that's yeah, how it would that's be. Yeah, that would be, yeah. It'd be yeah. clean. One would think. And then that's the other thing is like, not really being fully prepared for the fact that right after delivering the baby, you have to deliver the fucking placenta. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, which no really? one ever. That, that's, that I, I did not know here. that until in, these calls. In sitcoms, yeah. when like Rachel on Friends has her baby or right. Phoebe with the triplets, yeah. they never do the then the placenta. No. Right? It's all like baby's out, dad cries, baby cries, everyone's happy. Yeah, they gave me, what's it called? Um, that you used to induce labor. Mm. I can't oh. fucking remember. Um, you know, the shit that gets the contractions going. Yeah. Anyways, they were like, um, now we're going to inject you with that <laughs> to induce like laboring out the placenta. And I was like, sorry, what? No, the what now? What's happening? <laughs> we're going to, we're going to do what to me? <laughs> but I was also like, yeah, just do whatever you need to do. Like, yeah. Get the shit out. Just get it all out. I wanted to all, before we go on play the worst story about the first period back from birth. Can't wait. This is from Annie. <laughs> so, I just want to say Annie called back like four times to tell this story. So just listen to it and I will relay you the hilarity of her calling back oh. this many times to relay like the most gruesome story I've ever heard in yeah. my life. Okay. <laughs> there we go. So the first time I got my period after having a baby was in Rome. And my husband and I were staying at this super bougie hotel. And the second uh, night we were there, I woke up at about 6 a.m. in an absolute pool of blood. And I knew I was going to get my period around this time. Anyway, so I woke up in, I'm going to say, a pool of blood that was larger than a car tire. Absolutely freaked out. There was blood on me. There was blood soaking the sheets. At this point, I must have been soaking the mattress, too. So I <laughs> stupidly get up and go, oh, shit, um, walk to the bathroom. As I'm walking to the bathroom, I am literally leaving footprints of blood and handprints of blood everywhere I put my hands. It's like, I, I mean, it's just crazy, the amount of blood. It was like Macbeth. <laughs> Do it myself. So I walk to the bathroom. I get two towels, and I stupidly uh, <laughs> wet them and bring them back to the bed and put them on the bed. Mind you, there's just like a trail of blood everywhere I'm going. My husband is still asleep. I put them on the bed, and, of course, they just spread the blood in the water out to even more of the bed. So it is like it is like an exorcism slash, I don't even know, um, throne of blood. It is a throne of blood. So she keeps going with the story to basically say that like she they look up how much the the hotel linens costs oh and like God. it's bananas and they just kind of like go about their day. Do oh. they do they just throw them out the window? <laughs> she said they she said that they went down to the front desk and she's like, um, I um, I think our room's gonna need a little extra cleaning. <laughs> The most the most egregious part of this story to me is her husband peacefully sleeping while she's literally trying to mop up a murder scene. <laughs> Every time she called back, she'd be like, cool, cool, cool. So Italy, hadn't got my period in a while. Pull of blood, throne of blood, footprints everywhere, handprints on the wall. Anyway, so I go, it's like so fucking funny. Literally filming Suspiria. Yes. Oh my God. And she said that, she said that they had been commenting on how beautiful the linens were their whole stay. Like, oh look no. at these great linens. Can't wait to <laughs> fuck these up. Oh man. Thank I you, mean, Annie, for that terrible so story. Good. It, Cause that, it, it fills me like the so visceral um also because i can't sleep on like heavy day periods because yeah. it's like anytime i like <laughs> i like wake up in a cold sweat if i if i'm wait, sleeping on my back i'm like oh get on your side get on your side <laughs> certain i'm gonna like stay in a and we were in new york and i had my period and it was like lovely white sheets and like this girl's <laughs> moving and i was just like she doesn't have a mattress protector like if I bleed, it's getting in her mattress. Yep. So I, I like barely slept for like three days because uh. I was just like, <laughs> I kept rolling around and being like, like I would, <laughs> I would position myself. <laughs> so I was like just curled enough where my vagina's like off, off the, the bed. Mattress. No. <laughs> <laughs> so so she just lived my nightmare, ma'am, oh, ma'am. <laughs> 
vaginas off the bed, please. <laughs> um, shoes off, vaginas off the bed. <laughs> Sleepovers for my future kid. I'll be like, um, I'm sorry, where are your vaginas right now? Off the mattress. <laughs> kindly remove your vagina from our mattress. <laughs> Young lady, kindly remove that vagina off the sofa. Do you know how much I paid for that mattress? Oh. It's covered in plastic. That is disgusting. Um, <laughs> I did have a friend who was fingered on a friend's sofa and her hymen broke and they stained the, the couch no! cover. <laughs> yeah. What? And they had to oh find, this was like over the Christmas breaks, so they had to find a dry cleaner that was open on like New Year's Eve or something. No. Oh <laughs> my God. Love you. You know who you are. You know dry cleaners who are only, who are like the only ones open on New Year's Eve. Just get the worst of the world. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolute I'm emergency. Yeah. <laughs> just. Right. Is it a Sex and the City episode where like someone has, it's like Charlotte has to get cum off her, her dress. and yes. the, Oh, maybe it's a sketch. Anywho, it's like, well, I, I I need to know what it is to get it out. And she's like, I can't tell you that. <laughs> and I just love this girl being like, it's time in blood. <laughs> wow, that feels like Chronicles of a Death Foretold. Like your hymen bursting in such a dramatic way. Yeah. It was just a little bloop, apparently, of blood. Wow. Not a tire size. <laughs> Not a tire size. Oh, Macbeth. No, no, That's for the lady. Blood. That's for the women. I also heard I'm in blood is for girls. <laughs> I didn't hear car tire. I heard car fire. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's big. Oh, wow. Listeners, that was so much fun. And that concludes part one of the Carla and the moms episode. Carla and the moms. But don't worry, there's more of these hilarious phone calls and more questions coming at you next week. We're covering everything from being super horny whilst pregnant to having to deal with kids and tampons at the same time. Like, what's that about? In the meantime, if you're a mom, why don't you call our hotline, 9106-UTERUS. We'd love to hear from you. Everyone else, rate, review, follow us on Instagram, tell everyone about us. And remember, keep calm. And bleed everywhere. Our theme song was performed by The Go Ahead. Check out more at thegoaheadmusic.com.